BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast, guys. Happy Friday bonus episode edition. TGIF. We love a Friday episode. May has come and gone. So crazy. I mean, I every single month that passes of every single year ever, I'm always like, wow, can you believe <laughs> it's June? I mean, it's not quite yet, but well, in a few days. No. That same. really is crazy to me. Yeah. Because June is the sixth month of the year, right? Yeah. So it's going to be almost halfway over. I know. Which is wild. I know. It actually is so crazy. Um, Case is about to turn six months old, which I just feel like is so old. Six months old? Well, I mean, sorry. He, by when this comes out, he'll have just turned five months old, but in June, he turns six months old. Okay. The end of June, I guess. Um, But it's just crazy crazy how fast time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. Um, Well, Congrats to all the graduates out there. I think a lot of yeah. people either this week, next week, last week, I don't know, depending on your school zone, but graduating high school, maybe graduated college. Congrats. Congrats, everyone. We personally don't know what it's like to graduate we college. personally cannot relate. But we did graduate high school. Yes. <laughs> um, barely. My mom, always, here's, my mom always says that she's like, JC, you, it's a miracle you graduated high school. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? She said that I had I, which so I many absences. Yeah, and I have no recollection of this, but she says that one of my classes, what was it? Something Dance? weird. No, it was like I didn't take one of my credits or something. Like I had to oh. make up for. I did summer school. Blah blah blah. Like something about how one of my classes they were like she will not graduate if she doesn't finish this. And it was like, did you have to do online school? I think so. I think I had to um, do one I online class. <clears throat> I literally did online bowling. Bowling. Or something like that because I had to get a class done and so I did that. Bowling and then I had fun. to take um I had to take summer school one year mm-hmm. because of seminary. Yeah. And I never had an A hour because I hated early mornings so yeah. much that I was like, whatever, I'd rather do summer school than yeah, have I'm to get up early. I'm actually shocked that you didn't have to do more if you never took A hour. Because I took A hour every single year. How did I manage that? I think I took extra classes. I don't remember. But mm. anyway, I we all know I have no memory of my past. So I don't remember. But my mom I know, I was like, trying to remember for you why you wouldn't have graduated. But I feel like it wasn't you didn't you weren't absent all the time. And I got a I really been mad. It, I got a really bad grade in en- one of my English classes. Ooh. Um, I think I got a D, which was like the only bad grade I'd ever had. Well, you're I think 
anyone listening to this, anyone listening to this that is in high school, specifically a senior, you just don't give an F, especially if you've already gotten into college or something like about your grades, your last semester. You're just like, what is the point of like, I was so crazy about getting good grades until my senior year. I'm like, wait, why did I waste so much time? (laughs) Yeah. My toxic trait is like when I start to not care about something, I really start to not care. And I think I've said this on the podcast before. I cared a lot about school all mm-hmm. through junior high. One, my email address, what was that? Was that my cousin's email address? I was super into, I wanted to go to Stanford. Like I was yeah. so over, I was ultimate overachiever until freshman year. I took, I had all AP classes because I was, you know, wanted to be that girl. Yeah. And after like one semester of the AP classes, I was like, Get me out of here. This yeah. is so hard. I don't care about any of this stuff. And from that moment AP forward, hard. I stopped caring about pretty much school altogether. So I just floated by doing, you know, what I could. I I don't, I think I got mostly, I still think I got mostly A's and B's, one or two C's, and then that D. I was like, oh shoot. That was like the yeah. first time I'd ever gotten like a failing, like a bad grade yeah. before. But I, yeah, I was the same. I just like lost all of my care for it. And when I lose that I have no motivation. Yeah. You're just like, the end is so close. Why would I try? But, th- you know, don't stay in school. Yeah. Kids. Stay in school. Don't take that advice from us. You know, try hard. But I, I swear all of my brothers too. my mom's always like, I will be shocked if you graduate because they always have so many absences. Mm. Like my sister was saying, I'm just going to shade my little brother here. She's like, he literally is gone for one hour a day. And he comes home. She's like, don't you have school? And he's like, oh, I don't have to go to this class. I don't have to go to this class. Like, I'm like, what is happening? Yeah, it is. Oh, and usually when you're senior, you're like half day too. Yeah, but I'm telling you, I lost my care freshman year. So I didn't do well (laughs) of all of really. Yeah. And I didn't care at all about Mm -hmm. any of my classes. She was on her photography grind. I literally was. That is all I did. You know that. That is all I did in high school. (laughs) And that's all I cared about. Like I didn't. And dance. And dance, yes. Mm -hmm. And that was the only reason that I kept, like you would have to have like, oh, a certain thing to be in dance. So I'd be like, well, I have to try for that. But I didn't have any care about the actual, um, you know, grades themselves because yeah, yeah, it's funny. Anyway, I know looking back, don't you feel like you'd be such a better student now? No. What do you mean? Oh, I mean, maybe not in high school, but like in college, the classes I took, I just wasn't a good student. I would procrastinate. And I feel like now I would be such a better student because I would be interested and I have much better habits of studying. And like, I don't know. I just feel like I have a much better mindset of what I want to you know, in, in college, it's like, oh, I just feel like I'd be a much better student. I feel the opposite. I think I would be ho- even more horrible than really? I ever was. If, because I don't, like I said, I've only, with age, I only get more and more careless with things I don't care about. So if, oh. I, if I cared well, a lot saying, about if, each class. If, in yes. college, if you're doing what you care about, if you're like studying something you care about, don't you feel like you'd be But the thing is, student? I was, I went, I don't have any room to speak on this because I, not joking about for two or three days. Oh yeah. But when I went to college in the first place, I was going to major in photography and my whole focus was photography. I was taking a photography class. I guess I did. I was interested in that class, but I guess maybe all the other ones that came with it was making me feel like, but again, I was like, I'd rather just do this on my own. Like, yeah, I don't need a class. Well, yeah, there's certain classes too that maybe I, I mean more like my public speaking class I actually liked, but I wasn't that good of a student, but I feel like I'd be a better student Mm -hmm. because I like, I actually liked it like random yeah. You know, classes where it's like, I don't know, certain history. I actually do like history classes, like reading a book. Kinda. Yeah. You know, if it's a, a topic that interests you, maybe not necessarily like applies to your 
career or something like See, that. See, I like learning a lot and, and I'll get uh, hankering for like, oh, I want to. So, you know, I've, I've downloaded and bought like photography courses or yeah. things like that on like online courses. And I feel like I am a good student in mm-hmm. that way. Cause I'm like, or like I'm, psychology classes mm-hmm. or something. Well, I haven't done that, but yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. That's interesting. But even then I do it completely on my own, like pace and my own schedule. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I feel like that's where it gets, that's where I am not a good student. Yeah. I think that's, a uh, where school needs to change a little bit is like letting each kid go at their own pace. Because everyone just works differently. Like some, it, you can't expect hundreds of kids to work at the exact same pace as the next person because yeah. it's just impossible. Wow. I know there's a lot that needs to change about school. I change think. the school system. Change it. Change <laughs> it. Neither of us have any stake in the game. Um, uh, well, congrats yeah, wow. to all our graduates. Yeah. In other news. Class of 22. Travis got married. Courtney and Travis mm-hmm. Barker got married in Italy. We haven't talked about this at all to each other. No. So I feel like we should just cover it on the podcast to give our thoughts. It's just crazy that it's her first wedding, I think. Yeah. Um, which makes it just, I don't know. I feel like when celebrities get married, a lot of them, no shade, it's like their third or fourth or, mm-hmm. you know, second marriage. And so you just forget that she hasn't been married before. This yeah. is her like probably maybe one and one and done, you know? Yeah. So it's really cool. I thought it was gorgeous. I thought her aesthetic of the whole wedding was really cool. I hadn't I did seen too. anything. I think we get really used to seeing weddings on Instagram and a lot of them are the same. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see something different every once in a while. I agree. I loved it. I loved seeing all the sisters looks mm-hmm. and I actually really liked Courtney's short dress. Yeah, me I too. loved the vibe of yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. I really did. I loved seeing Kendall and Devin arrive on the boat. I know. It was so iconic. And I I thought Kendall was one of the best dressed. Like, yeah. she just looked so, like, almost old money mm-hmm. Italy. Like, it was just such a vibe that a was A little perfect. more simple. Yeah. Yes. It was perfect on her. Very yeah. effortless and elegant. And, like, oh, she just looked really pretty. Yeah, I she loved I loved everything. I just love Italy. Like, you can't, you kind of just can't beat. I know. The, the vibes over there in the summertime. Mm-hmm. It's so pretty. I wouldn't know. I wish I knew. Well, even photos of it. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. just like there's something about the essence of Exactly. It's just so you can't get more classic than that. Mm-hmm. I know. I thought it was beautiful. I thought that Chris was slaying. She is slaying lately. She is just at the <sighs> Met too. I just want to give her a hug. <laughs> I don't know why, but she just has great vibes. Like Kylie's posting her dancing too. Did you see her little like finger dance? Mm-hmm. So cute. She said, it's the finger for me. Yeah. And she just looked so elegant. She just she is gives aging me, like fine wine. Yes. She gives me like very maternal grandmother vibes, mm-hmm. but so iconic yeah. at the same time. She's just like everything, <laughs> like everything you wish your grandma would be. <laughs> My grandma listening to this, cool. No, but she just Rich has and successful. <laughs> and gonna get me a car for my for my birthday. No, but I I also just think about the Barker kids like walking into this. Obviously, they've their dad's very famous, mm-hmm. so it's not like new to them. New to them by any means. And they've been friends with the Kardashians and other famous people for a long time. But can you imagine being Alabama Barker and just being like, my basically like yeah my grandma now is Kris Jenner yeah. like my aunts are now Kim Kardashian yeah. and Courtney Car- or, Kendall sorry, Jenner yeah and my literal stepmom is Courtney Kardashian yes I I feel like all of the sisters are living their best lives right now they're thriving 
Chloe thriving, even though she, I feel like she's come such a long way, but she, I mean, at least in the show. So I don't know where she is now in the Hulu show. Uh-huh. How, do you know how long ago that was that they filmed that? I feel like it was like six months ago, I think. Okay. It's like she was still saying she was like struggling with anxiety and stuff like that. And um, she was actually just on not skinny, but not fat. I mean, it will be out by the time this episode goes uh-huh. up. It hasn't come out when we're recording this. And I'm very excited to listen Same. to it. Because I just love Chloe. I just like feel like this love for her. I don't know yeah. Why. She has also great energy. I feel like she yes. just feels yeah. such good energy. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the whole thing I thought was great. Me too. Um, Yeah, very different. Mm-hmm. It made my eyes happy. And it also was funny because I thought I was like with every new thing. It's like, oh, we got fake make, uh, fake married in Vegas. And then. No, we, now we got real married, yeah. like at the court. I'm like, kind of like, why are you doing now? The this. actual wedding is just going to be like, eh. but it wasn't. No. It was so still so fun to watch all yes. the content. And I loved that, like they were posting in real time, like mm-hmm. TikToks and stuff. Yes. Kendall and Kylie were making TikToks. They're showing Kim dancing. I'm like, this is very refreshing to see it happening. Yeah. While it's actually happening. And I'm glad Devin was able to go. May, you know, maybe that's why the they Lord lost. works in mysterious ways. <laughs> <laughs> they, they wanted to make sure Devin was able to go to the Kravis wedding. 100%. I know. I, I loved it. Loved every mm-hmm. second of it. I hope they, do you think they filmed it for the show? They I had to have. They had to have. Because it's so iconic. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Parts of it. I, I don't know if we'll get like the ceremony, which I just like want to hear everything. I'm so nosy. I want to hear what they said, their vows. Like I want to know everything, but I doubt they like, they did all of that. But wait, sorry to keep going with this, but really fast. What do you think about their PDA? Because that's a big topic of discussion right now. Is oh, like, like on the show? Well, yeah, their PDA in the show and just on Instagram. Like they're very much, Travis and Courtney are very, they're not shy about like, yeah. you know, making out in public and all that. Does it make me like, oh, would I like that? I don't know. But at the same time, it goes with like, I forgot who was saying this, but when you're cringing, it has nothing to do with them. It has something to do with you. I, well, I was saying like, I don't care at all yeah. that they like make out in public. I'm like, who cares? Yeah. Like they're obsessed with each other. Exactly. Why so, do we care? So that's why it's like, if if it's making me be like, oh, it's like, obviously I probably have like literally intimacy issues or something of of showing PDA in public. Yeah, I don't I don't see the big deal about it. People like I keep seeing TikToks where like that is just so wrong. And I'm like, oh, wrong. Oh, I thought people were just saying it was like cringe, cringe. But also they're saying like they're so inconsiderate, like they're at Chris's birthday dinner and they're just making out in the corner or they're the real estate agent is trying to show them the house and they're like, she's straddling him. They're like, it's so inconsiderate. Like, you know, they edit it. it, There's no way it was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's necessarily like disrespectful or anything like that. I thought you were saying cringy or just like uncomfortable, which I was like, eh, maybe it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. But again, I feel like they make it so on the show where they'll like zoom in on them yeah. and make it look like they're being kind of cringy. And I do. But I feel like in person, I don't care when people are showing PDA like that. No. Unless they're like legitimately you're in a car with just them and they're making out in the back. It's like, okay, at that point you're being rude, but. Not well, when you're at a party and you're like off on your own. Also, at the same time, for some reason, because sometimes I feel like PDA can be like overcompensation. Mm-hmm. But in their case, it doesn't feel that way to me. No. I feel like they're genuinely just so in love and obsessed yeah. with each other. It doesn't yeah. feel forced or something. No, I don't think there's anything wrong with PDA. I feel like the more PDA, the better. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. I'm going to hold your hand in public now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I think ever since I had case to me and Nick, I've always been me and my sister always talk about this. Like we grew up maybe just with brothers who we didn't show PDA with. And so like 
when we started dating, it was very uncomfortable for us to like bring a boy to our house with all of our brothers and be like showing PDA. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just how we were in general. It just kind of was a blanket. Like, okay, now PDA is just kind of awkward. I don't, I feel like don't do that in public. Mm -hmm. But since we had case, I'm like, I want case to see us, you know, how we are when we're alone and being, you know, PDA is okay. I was going to say PDA alone, but PDA literally stands for like public display of affection. Yeah. Anyways, I'm like, I don't think there's anything wrong with showing affection and I'm working on it. Yeah. We, um, I actually was going to say, we should try to hug every single time we see each other. Me and you? (laughs) Have you seen that thing where it's like, you need 12 hugs a day for maintenance. Well, that's what Beth told us. Oh, not for maintenance. Yeah, yeah. Eight hugs a day for maintenance. 12 hugs a day for growth. Sheesh. Leif is a, Leif is an affectionate my affectionate yeah. king. Yeah. He loves hugging. <laughs> Do you hugging. think he gives you eight hugs a day? See, I just don't know if you could get the same, like, if it counts as the same that. person. Okay. You know? Eight different people? I, I don't, don't even know. see that many people a day. I know. That's what I'm saying. So we we have only each other. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do, like, three hugs to Case. Three. Actually, I hug Case a lot, but I don't think that even counts. Why? He's a human, too. He doesn't hug me back. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have the reflexes yet. Oh. He's bad for my mental health. <laughs> well, he <laughs> sounds toxic. Cut him out, girl. Um, yeah, Leif, Leif loves a hug. He loves... Sometimes I'm like, <laughs> I'm mean. Like, he'll just be like, please. I'm like, oh loves my gosh, when hug. I'm literally... What's the word? I don't know. Toxic. Guarded. No, I'm not oh. guarded. <laughs> I, <Like> you're broken. <laughs> very shameful <laughs> for your... No, I actually feel like I'm pretty affectionate with Leif. He's the one person that I like love showing affection yeah. to, but I'll just sometimes get in a mood where I'm like, if I, this is what it is. When you're eating. If I'm, okay, yep. <laughs> if I'm eating or if I'm busy, yes. don't, please don't touch me. Like yeah. if, I'm if I'm on sleeping, my computer. If I'm actually sleeping. Oh, immediately <laughs> no. If I'm either of those three things, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm on my computer working, I don't really want to hug. Yeah. Maybe that's rude, but I'm like, it's just not the vibe. So, but then Leif's argument, he's like, you're always one of the, the those things. Yeah. Like, eating, sleeping, or working. Yeah. He's like, you're never just like sitting there. <laughs> so it's like, when am I going to hug you? I'm like, okay, facts. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, but I, I do love being affectionate with him. He's like, I, I told him even when we started dating, I'm like, you're one of the first people where I'm like, I want to be affectionate. Like, be affectionate and like hold your hand and sit on your lap, like stuff like that in yeah. public. And mm-hmm. I don't care at all because I'm just yeah. like so down for it. But yeah. Other people I would be cringed out to do that with. Yeah. We are jumping into an ad really quick. We're going to talk about one of our sponsors, Fuzzy. So being a pet parent is a very big responsibility. Since our pets can't talk, we do our best to understand what's going on. But when something's up with them or their health and you don't know why it's happening, it's one of the greatest challenges of pet parenthood for real. I've experienced this with Sophie where we struggled for so long to find out what was causing her stomach issues. She was having, you know, episodes here and there. And it would consume my whole day. It's so stressful. Thinking about like what's wrong, Googling everything, but not wanting to trust Google, trying to get in with the vets and all of that. So the amount of times I've Googled something like, can a dog get sick from this or yeah. whatever, you know, trying to figure out if ladies, you know, not feeling well or acting weird. Exactly. So that is why Fuzzy is amazing. Fuzzy is a telehealth service for pet parents that offers 24-7 access to personalized pet care from veterinary professionals. From everyday questions to middle-of-the-night emergencies, Fuzzy has the answers pet parents need. Through live chat and virtual vet consultations available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Fuzzy can answer your pet questions big and small, urgent, and every 
day. Fuzzy can also recommend the exact right products for your pet, all of which are handpicked by their established team of veterinary professionals and available at discounts exclusive to Fuzzy members. From getting your pet's diet just right, to meeting their middle of the night needs, to finally figuring out what makes their breath smell that way, nothing is too big or too small for a quick Fuzzy call. Right now, Fuzzy is offering our listeners a free seven-day trial membership. Go to yourfuzzy.com slash what we said today to sign up. That's a free seven-day trial and access to exclusive member discounts on pet meds, supplements, food, and more at yourfuzzy.com slash what we said. Again, yourfuzzy.com slash what we said for your free trial of Fuzzy with access to 24-7 personalized pet care and vet recommended products. Well, should we get into this advice? Yes, we shall. Because I have lots to say, but I'm going to cap zip it, it up that. and throw away the key. Okay. You want to um, go first? <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, do you ever feel like, um, do you ever feel like a chatterbox? I'm like, awesome. <laughs> like, do you ever feel like you talk too much? <laughs> no, no, no. I was going to say, um, do you ever feel like on the podcast, it's like your chance to, well, I guess you vlog too. I feel like I don't TikTok or vlog that much recently. So the podcast is really the only place that I'm like telling talking. your thoughts. Yeah. And I just no, go I, crazy. I have moments where I literally, I'm like, I could talk for four hours. Yeah. For like I sure. Cut myself off. On this podcast. Um, yes, I do feel that sometimes, but I do have those other mediums to express myself. So sometimes I just feel like I need to yeah, be quiet. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh well anyways okay i'll go first hi girls long time listener i'm obsessed with both of you heart heart so basically sorry <laughs> it sounded like i said heart to heart two heart emojis okay so basically for my entire life i've been told thought that i would be a doctor and have ne- told thought she's been told she had a thought? told slash thought okay so she'd been told and she also thought that i would be a doctor and had never really considered anything else Both my parents are scientists, so being in that field is all I've ever known. I just finished my junior year of college as a neurobiology and physiology major on the pre-med track, but I'm just now realizing that I'm way too queasy to be a doctor. I hate needles, hospitals, and sick people. (laughs) I'm known as the medical friend, so everyone comes to me with their issues, and I tell them what to do. I'm trying to stay positive and think about what else I want to do, but I just can't let go of that identity that I've had my whole life and feel like I've wasted so much time already and I'm so stressed out. How am I supposed to know what I want to spend the next 40 years of my life doing? I don't. I think we should stop expecting people to know what they want to do for the next 40 years. They might change every year. Yes. Just go with it. But um, yeah, I don't know how you would be a doctor and be queasy. Yeah, it doesn't sound like that's the vibe for you. I know. Well, I I think exactly what you said. We should never we shouldn't expect anyone, especially a twenty year old person, mm-hmm. to know what they want to do for the next forty years. I don't even like. I'm like I, the creator of all, <laughs> don't even know. No, but I I don't I don't know what I want to do. <laughs> like I love my job right now. Yeah, but I don't. I'm like I'm I'm sure in ten years I'll be doing a slightly different variation of it or something. What will you be doing? (laughs) I'm like, oh, this podcast will be in the trash can at that point. No, but yeah, you know, it's like, I even think about people that I know that went to college for something specific. Yeah. Even both my parents, they Mm -hmm. don't do anything with what they went. They do nothing to do with what they went to school for. And that's not always the case. Some people do mm-hmm. go to school and they're in their career for, you know, the majority know. of their life. I feel like that's rare. But it's pretty rare. So I feel like don't put too much pressure on yourself. You do not have to have it figured out at all. And I would say, like, the sooner the better. Don't 
keep going down a path that you know Mm -hmm. for a fact like this is not your thing and you don't like it. Also, I think in different, you go down a, a, a path of, you know, college major or career because you have some kind of interest in it very rarely it's just like you pull it out of a hat Mm -hmm. and then you find out there are certain like aspects uh, like you're saying that you're queasy in this but you do maybe like science and stuff like that so maybe there's a career that's you know in the middle where you don't have to be with the sick people and like in person maybe there's something on the research side or, or I don't know I don't know anything about you know this obviously but I feel like there's a place for you. You just have to Definitely. keep looking. You know? There's so many jobs out there and mm-hmm. so many interesting things that you can Maybe you can be a be professor. A yeah. And just teach it. For sure. I sure as hell could never be a doctor. Oh, absolutely not. No one would want me as their doctor. No. I literally awful. pass out when I look at them. They're like, cool. <laughs> I'm like, you're too, wor- you're too bad off for me. Okay. Ever since our friend got serious with a guy, she doesn't answer our texts or hang out with us unless he is involved. Is it worth it to say something or do we all just let her do her thing? We all have boyfriends slash husbands for reference. Wait, read the first part again. Ever since our friend got serious with a guy, she doesn't answer our texts or hang out with us unless he's involved. Is it worth it to say something to her or just let her do her thing? It sounds like it's new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder how long it's been. She just said ever since she got serious. Yeah. Like, I wonder if it's been years or if it's been, like, just a month or yeah. something. Because if it's new, it's like, just give it time, I feel like. Usually when it's new, it's like, okay. I think you have to just let her do her thing. Like, I don't think... I think keep inviting her to stuff that you guys are all doing. But mm-hmm. if she doesn't reply, that's on her. I mean, mm-hmm. who, who is that really... I mean, I guess if she's your best friend and you're feeling, like, very yeah. hurt, then I would say something. It depends on how close you are. But honestly, she's obviously wanting to hang out with her boyfriend or not reply. So I don't know. I say let her do whatever she wants. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can't control her. So let it be. Let it it go. Let it go. Okay. Wow. I didn't even know that was a segue. How to let go of the past, (laughs) not just your own, but your partner's. My boyfriend was definitely a ladies man. So there's a lot of history. I try not to hold it against him or get upset, but the thought of it is heinous. Love, love you gals. So proud to call myself a Valley girl. Love a fellow VVG. My boyfriend was definitely a ladies man. So there's a lot of history. Is it like you're running into his like hookups every five seconds? Because that is annoying Mm -hmm. and harder to get, you know, harder to get past than just battling your own thoughts about it. Yes. If that's the case, move. (laughs) Move to another country. That's a hard one because I feel as though time is the only answer. Yeah. Like you kind of just have to give that time. That's true. How long did she say she's been married? She didn't even say they were married. Oh, is it her boyfriend? Her partner. partner. Oh, my boyfriend. Yeah, sorry. Boyfriend. Oh, they're not married yet. Yeah, it depends how long it's been. I, I feel like even when I was freshly dating Leif, like, thinking about certain things or I don't Grinds know. your gears. Yeah. I'm just like, Ugh, I hate like thinking about you with that girl or whatever. And now I could not care less. Like, yeah, because it's just been so long. Granted, life wasn't, I guess, you know, hooking up with everyone left and right. So yeah. it's not like I was running into them or something, but just, you know, a story would come up and it would be about his ex or something. And I'd be like, that's so annoying. Like, yeah. I hate that you've even looked in another girl's direction. Yes. Like, Another girl, I refuse laughed to believe. another girl's joke. Oh, that's what I was going to say. I refuse to believe that you laughed at another girl's joke yeah. or like she sent you a text and it made you smile. Like, ew, 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 yeah. ew. But now 
that he's been locked in my cage for six years. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> exactly. So yeah. I feel you like have to remind yourself, ball. they chose you now. You're like, they're you're, with you You're right the now. it girl. Yeah. Um, Here, wait, here's how to just build confidence in general. I, ta- I talked about this on TikTok briefly. Here's what you got to do. You have to convince yourself because I also feel like if you are feeling insecure, that stuff gets to you so much more. Yeah. And I think in the beginning of a relationship, it's very easy to feel insecure because about the relationship because it's so new that you just don't know. The unknown is always going to make you insecure. Yes. But in general, and this this can be in relationship or in whatever, here's what you have to do, ladies. Is there a fleet? (laughs) There is a fighter jet above us. Amazing. I'm going to continue talking, okay? We're real on this podcast. Here's what you got to do. You have to convince yourself that you are the coolest, prettiest, most awesome girl ever. If someone else doesn't see that or get that, they have very bad taste. This is what Mm -hmm. we have to convince ourselves, okay? Yes. For in dating. If a guy is a loser to you, doesn't text you back, Okay, bye. He has bad, bad taste. taste. Bad, bad taste, taste in women. Bad taste. You can't fix that. Mm-hmm. That's not fixable. That's embarrassing for him. It's very embarrassing, okay, for him. That's what we have to think of when we think about, you know, their exes. It's like you are the best that he's going to get. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he's the best that you're going to get. Therefore, why are we wasting time thinking about these other girls who he obviously doesn't like anymore. He didn't like enough to be with right now. Exactly. You're the it girl. Mm-hmm. You got to think of yourself that way. Yep. I was trying to think of a song, but I can't think of an it girl song. It girl. Okay. I keep focusing on all the romantic things my husband is not doing. He's literally so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> He's literally so amazing. But all I think about is how he rarely buys me flowers or plans dates or things like that. He works full-time and is very busy, so I try to not harp on him about it, but I think about it too much, and I need help shifting my focus to all the positive things he does in our marriage. Also, I want to do more things for him, but what do you guys think the male equivalent is to giving flowers? Thanks in advance, queens. Love the whole crew and the pod so, so much. Okay, first of all— Never buys me flowers and never plans (laughs) dates either. That's why you got this question. (laughs) It's actually from you. Yeah. To yourself. Sorry, what were we going to say, though? Um, do I have literally like a book? About this? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, uh, definitely figure out what each other's love languages is. Love language is because he could be. This is a problem that that comes up a lot. I'm not saying in my relationship, <laughs> but is the love languages? You know, there's five. So it's acts of service, words of affirmation, mine's gifts. all of them. Yeah, literally. No, I'm not kidding. Mine's, <laughs> like, mine's wait, different like at every them. second of the day. Yeah. Wait, what? Okay, gifts. Acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, and physical touch. Mm -hmm. And so you have to figure out how you give love and how you best receive love. Definitely. And he could be giving you love in a way that's different than what you are, like, than what you receive well, I guess. So, for example, Nick's biggest one is acts of service. That flies right over my head. Could care less about (laughs) acts of service. (laughs) Like, I'm all about quality time, words of affirmation. That's the lowest on mine is is acts of service, unfortunately. And so he is like, you know, bending over backwards, doing all these nice things for me. And I'm just like, but you didn't buy me this. Or like you didn't um, you didn't ask to go spend time with me. Like you didn't watch TikToks with me for an hour. He's like, Chelsea, because I was doing the dishes for you or something. Yeah. So you got to communicate and figure out, you know, and then express, well, I really want you. I literally had to tell Nick this the other day. I'm like, I need you to like – 
make an effort to spend quality time with me. I know you're doing all these nice things for me, but in order for me to feel that like my love tank is full, I need you to make an effort. He's like, well, now I feel like if I do, it's, you know, forcing. I'm like, no, just do it. And so literally five seconds later, he's like, Chelsea, would you like to, you know, get snacks and watch a show with me later? And I was like, yes, <laughs> thank you. Like it actually still was just the same. Yeah. You know, sometimes you feel like, oh, if I tell him, then it's now it's forcing him. So it's not the same. It's still the same. Definitely. I think also being on social media can kind of taint your vision because sometimes I'll see TikToks too, where it's like, on my on my period and here's what my boyfriend did for me and I like showed to life I'm like hmm, we're fighting now interesting like <laughs> we're in a fight because where are my flowers and chocolate and yeah. all this stuff but then it's like you said it really is about shifting to the positive things that they do for you because like I, I, and also life's being, physical touch yes and also being realistic with um and like you reject him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like trying to show me love so I'm like get off me where no. are my flowers <laughs> really um oh shoot I lost my train sorry of sorry no that's okay oh well also being honest with yourself because I've thought the same thing I'm like like literally I'll see these TikToks where it's like my boyfriend rented out a whole like freaking stadium for me and like did yeah. this and I'm like wow that's next level like and I'll I'll think that I'm like Leaf doesn't hasn't even like planned anything for us recently <laughs> but then I realized I have done nothing as well yes. like I'm like I have planned not one day yourself yeah I have planned not one day I have not gotten him one gift or anything special like I can't. And so, and I'll even, you know, I'm very, I feel like I'm pretty open with communication. So like, if I'm feeling in even the slightest bit, like, oh, I wish, you know, this, yeah, like I feel love this way. So I think it's all about communicating. Yes. Like you said, your love languages and stuff. And I think one of my top ones is words of affirmation, which Leif is really, really good at. Like yeah. he's always just like very complimentary and just really, you know, boosted my you ego, which we love. But what do you think the male equivalent is to giving flowers? Like, what do you think it is for, mm. like, to do for a guy, maybe? Well, oh, that's what it made me think of because it could be different for every guy. Because mm -hmm. some guys like gifts. Some guys don't care about gifts at all. Yeah. I think if, if you, like, think about what he likes, I feel like a way mm -hmm. that I also will, like, do little things for life. I'm just thinking, um, like, when I'm at the grocery store or something, I'll get him a, like, treat that I know he likes. Like, yeah. a little snack that I'm like, I wouldn't buy this if His I was favorite grocery. energy drink or something. Yeah, I get, like, literally Reese's. Or, like, when I'm at Trader Joe's, um, chocolate peanut butter. These, yeah. like, little chocolate peanut butter things that he loves. And every time I do that, he's like, oh, thanks. Like, you thought of me. And I'm like, yeah, that's, like, my little way of doing something sweet for him. So I think whatever that is also... Um, wow, actually, I'm a great wife. I'm like, wow, I've done a lot of things lately. <laughs> and he still hasn't bought me flowers. <laughs> Interesting. No, um, the other day I saw this mug where it's like, well, Tate actually sent me a um, photo of something like it, but I saw one on Amazon and I bought it for Leif. And it's like, Leif's super into climbing and it's this little mug with like a hold, like something that you, uh -huh. and that's like what you hold to drink the thing. And I was like, that's funny. He'll mm -hmm. like, like, he'll like that. So I got it for him. And same thing. He was like his reaction. It's just nice when you do something a little bit unexpected yes. and it doesn't have to be super expensive that you're just, that shows that you're thinking of them. And it's exactly. the same concept of like to have a great partner, you want to be a great partner. So doing those things, I think will rub off on them and like make them want to, you know, pay it forward as well. Yes. 100%. You can even leave a little note on his mirror in the morning when he's getting ready for work. Yes. Like set out, I don't know, set out his outfit for the next day. I don't know. <laughs> Something little that it's like, you know, you don't even have to spend you money. You thought of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Where am I? 
First off, love you girls and your podcast. I just had a baby in February. Congrats. And I've been struggling to feel like myself again and struggling feeling confident in my postpartum body. Any tips? No. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's just, ugh, I have so many thoughts, so I'll try and condense it, but it's just going to take time. I think to get to know a new physical body, that's just, you can't, you can't go back in time. You can't get the old body necessarily. You can, you know, work hard and get to a similar place, but it's never going to be the same body because it went through something amazing, but also crazy. So I think just having to accept your body and as it is today and not worrying so much about getting back to a place because first of all, you'll never get back to it, but you know, wanting to be some, um, somewhere physically with your body that you're not, if that makes sense. And I think be easy on yourself. I said this, I think a couple episodes ago, I was so hard on myself, like a couple months after I had case. But then when I look back at those photos on that day, I remember like looking at that photo and being like, oh my gosh, I look horrible. And now when I look back, I'm like, I looked great. I looked fine. Why was I so hard on myself? Mm -hmm. I just was making myself miserable for absolutely no reason. So I think unfortunately acceptance and patience, but then also adding hard work in there as well. It's like start thinking of ideas of how you want to work on it. Like maybe you want to eat healthier and maybe you want to start going on long walks or maybe you want to start going to a workout class or maybe, you know, this is, could be a good time for you to find your thing that helps you do, you know, something aerobic during the day. And I think another, I mean, I can't relate to this specific thing you're, you're speaking on, but I feel like my advice would be to not spend as much time on social media if you are spending yeah. a lot of time on there. Because I think that's in, a great one. In whatever stage you're at, it just makes it worse when you, because you can't control exactly what you see on social media. So even with my infertility stuff, I'd be like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine to be on there. And then literally, like every, not every, but a lot of posts I would see would be like, gender reveal. Like, here's, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, I just found out I'm pregnant. Like, and it's like, you're happy for them. It's great. But it's just like, well, did I really need to be reminded of that? Like, literally a million times a day. Exactly. Like it doesn't really make me happy to be reminded daily, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think it's the same with postpartum. It's like, if you follow a girl who's just share it, you know, maybe it's a girl who's like been in, super into the, into working out her entire pregnancy. And like, she has a baby and literally looks the same, like a yeah. month later. And you're just like, screw you. Like, yeah, it's exactly. so annoying. Everyone looks so different. Yes. Everybody's like pregnant belly is different. Everybody's postpartum body is different. Every birth is different. Every birth recovery is different. So you cannot compare. It's nice to have a community to like talk to other people to relate to, but it also can kind of get, yeah, like mixed in with comparison where it's like, yes. oh, this person was running three miles a week after they ha gave birth. And I literally haven't even got out of bed. Like Exactly. It just heck? makes you feel worse when mm -hmm. it, like you said, you can't compare because you have no idea your, your lives are so different. Your bodies are so different. Like there's literally no need. It's kind of like the quote I was sharing last week. It's like, we are all, we all have our individuality for a reason. So comparing is almost like when you really get deep, it's almost like silly and comical because yes. it's like, wait, why would I ever compare what I look like or what I do to you when we have completely different bodies, upbringings, personalities, exactly. everything is different. Yeah. So there's no use, but social media just makes that hard, I think. Yeah, for sure. And also like this is most, this is advice to me as well. And just a reminder, I'm not trying to make you feel bad about this, but because it's definitely very valid. And I think every 
postpartum mom goes through it. But just a reminder to not waste your time thinking about your body because you have a new baby and time flies so fast. Like I wish I wouldn't have spent so much time like uh, mental energy thinking Mm -hmm. about what I looked like when it was like I could have been doing something more productive with my mental energy than dogging on myself, literally. Mm -hmm. Just like, just tell yourself it's going to be fine. And it is what it is. And just focus on your baby because it it helps you get out of your own head to be like, okay, I'm not saying, again, I'm not trying to like shame anybody because I literally do this. It's just a reminder, a gentle reminder. Yes. I love that. Okay. Feeling stuck on a bridal party situation. I'm getting married May, 2023. So next summer or next year. And I have a friend who I think assumes she's a bridesmaid. Oh, no. We were really close in high school and we grew apart during college. We're still friends and see each other when we're back at home for holidays, but we are not nearly as close as we used to be. She also gives off anxious and high-strung energy, which I know I wouldn't want to deal with on my wedding day. She's constantly sending me bridesmaids dress ideas and other wedding inspo over Instagram DMs, and I don't know how to break it to her that she will not be in my bridal party. Any tips on this would be so appreciated. Love you, girls. Okay, I'm trying to like actually Yikes. put myself in the shoe in in these people's shoes sometimes because it's like we say we're brave on the outside. Oh, I'm braver like, than the I'm Marines, <laughs> and in person I am literally so. I will just go with whatever anyone oh, says. Oh, 100. I'm like she's a bridesmaid. Yeah. Oh, 100. I'm like you're my maid of honor. <laughs> so I'm trying to think what I would actually do, like how I would actually go about it, and I don't know what I would do. I think I would either I would really consider like, do I really like not hate her enough. That's, I know you don't hate this girl, but it's like, do yeah, I, yeah, yeah. do I dislike her enough to be like, no, absolutely. You're not a bridesmaid. Like, I think at this point I might be like considering having her as a bridesmaid just, just to avoid conflict, avoid the conflict. Stress. But if you're like, no, really like this is not, she's not it. Like I cannot have her. If, if you're asking me what I would do, I think I would text her. I don't think I would like yes, call her, text which her. is probably me being a baby and scared of confrontation. But I think I would send her a text and be like, Hey, like I, I know you've been sending me bridesmaids dress options. So I just wanted to be super honest and open. I already had a list of my, or I already had a bright, have a bridal party. Like what's the word I'm looking for? Finalized. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's worse even though to be like, it's no offense to you, but just be like, you're so special to me. It has nothing. It's nothing. I would love for you to be at the wedding. Yeah. But yeah, I already have my bridal party picked out. Unfortunately. Never say unfortunately. (laughs) Makes it sound horrible. Do not say unfortunately. And you're not in it. I do have it secured. And unfortunately, you didn't make the cut. (laughs) That's so true. Reminds me of getting cut for my seventh grade volleyball team. Unfortunately, (laughs) you have not made it. It's just like, goodbye. Don't say unfortunately. (laughs) Oh, wait. Can we talk about how in seventh grade I tried out for volleyball? First of all, like the audacity I had to try out for volleyball. Oh, every girl does club for 10 years. Yeah, I I did the same. I had not hit a freaking... Didn't you make it though? No. Oh. That was my one failure in life. (laughs) It was eighth grade, actually. I Me, mean, I'm like, you didn't make it. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I tried on seventh grade. Never played volleyball a day <laughs> in my life. Same. Sucked at sports up to that point. Like, tried soccer, literally squealed when the ball came near me. Like, the audacity I had to try volleyball. I think I just wanted to wear, like, the span, the, the spanks. Your one excuse yeah. to wear, like, just short literally shorts. literally to be a hoe. <laughs> to be immodest because I couldn't any other time. <laughs> I'm like, please, please. <laughs> no, I tried out. And then my friend was like, it was seventh hour and we all got the letters. Did you get the that dreaded? Too? No, I went up to like a whiteboard where it had like everyone's oh, name that's and, and my name was like on the you didn't make it list. So I was <gasps> like, that's rad. It's <laughs> way worse, actually, because they would they handed out letters like if you tried out, you got a letter to your seventh hour. And my friend goes, open it, open it. 
it. Let's see. And oh, I'm like, no. The and dreaded. honestly, at that point, I'm like, I didn't do too bad. And then like, I'm pretty athletic, but I wasn't good at volleyball, if that makes sense. Like, I'm like, okay, I, I'm in shape. Like, you know. Yeah. But all these other girls, like you said, have been playing for like freaking club 10 years, for like 10 on years. the same team. I was sure I was going to be yeah. the star libero <laughs> because I was short. I was 100% certain. <laughs> I'm screaming. Oh, I would be horrible. Horrible. She's like, open it, open it. And all the people, like, I was in student council. There was like 10 people in there. And I open it and I'm like, we're to read it. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, unfortunately, you have not made the team. Thank you so much for trying out. And my face probably just like dropped. And I'm like, don't cry. Don't cry. Oh, no. Don't cry. Just went home, like trying not to tell anybody on the bus. Also, the bus. Did you ever take the bus? Yes. That is a breeding ground for bullying. That's where I found out like every bad word or like every word that I'd be like, what does this mean? And my mom's like, oh, great. Yeah. Not on the bus. Like <laughs> literally I would try and sit in the back and then they literally, this one girl called me a slick side of toe ring. <laughs> no, a toe ring. Why does that make you a slut? I don't know. I thought it was so cute. And she was like one of those toxic friends that she was a year older than me and she was like friends with the cool kids. So I'm like, okay. And she would invite me to her house on the weekends and like be so nice to me. But then at school, like on the bus, she would be so toxic. And I'm like, just literally stuck. Like, okay. Making fun of me. I'm like, rad. <laughs> so I was like hiding the letter. Like, please don't let these kids ask me if I made the volleyball oh, team. They no. will rip me to shreds. That really builds character though. Honestly. It Case, does. you're going on the bus. <laughs> it does. I'm just kidding. Oh, well, good Anyways. luck with your bridesmaid situation. I think and you should- congrats on being married. Yes. I think you should send her a text. You know what might be a good idea? But Block don't her. push send. <laughs> but don't push send before you do it. What about a voice memo? Because then she can really get the tone of your voice. Yeah, that's good. If you were like, hey, I wanted to send you a voice memo so you could like hear my voice, whatever. Well, maybe don't say that. It's weird. <laughs> you could hear my hey, voice. Hey, I wanted to remind you what I sound like and that I'm such an awesome friend and that you and will not be attending. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that could be more personal. But I would send a, a text or a voice memo and let her down easy, but be like, you're obviously still invited to the, or you're obviously, don't use words like you're still invited or like, unfortunately, you yeah, won't yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Just that's use good. definite like, you're of course invited to the wedding. I can't wait to see you there. It has nothing to do. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. You're on your own with this one, girl. <laughs> <laughs> write it out in a text. Like write it out in your notes first and then read it. Mm, I'm on a scripted. Memo. Well, I always have to do stuff like, like that. Hello, Brittany. You will <laughs> not be attending my wedding. Well, it just means so you know what you're going like about what you're going to say. You know, even yeah. bullet points. True. So you don't forget. I've been married for two years and I'm still struggling to feel a part of my husband's family. I constantly feel like an outsider and, I'll, that, and that I'll never be a part of the inner circle. What have you guys done to feel more a part of your husband's family? Do you feel like an outsider? Well, two years I feel like is pretty fresh. I feel like it's not in terribly unnormal. Abnormal. Yeah, abnormal to feel like you're not <laughs> as close to them as these people who have been with each other their entire lives. I think it's very normal too. And I think, I mean, I don't know if they live near each other, but I mean, I know for us, it's like, I don't see yeah, my family or his family all the time, you know? So y if you think about it, and I don't know if you're the same or if you see them literally every week or something, but it's like, okay, let's say you see them like five to 10 times a year. It's like, okay, so you've seen these people 15 times in your whole life, 20 mm -hmm. times. You've hung out 15 times. It's like, yeah. that's not a long time to be so comfortable and feel like they're family yet. No, for sure. 
Yeah, it's it's just fresh and new. I feel like two years into our marriage, I probably was just still not uncomfortable, but still getting used not, to the dynamic. Yeah, exactly. Kind of being more of an observer and not necessarily like 100% going on, like being my crazy self because I'm like, okay, I'm not. They all know each other very well. They're all obviously have grown up together and I'm literally an outsider. So yeah, I'm like, you should act as such. <laughs> No, but as time goes on, now I feel like it just gets better every year and the more you hang out with them. So definitely it just takes time. I agree with the time thing. I feel like I have just now gotten a lot more comfortable Mm -hmm. and and my in-laws have always been like super welcoming. It's not it's nothing that they're doing, but it's like I feel like now I'm the most comfortable I've ever been with them, which would make sense because it's been, you know, six years since we've been married now. So I feel like, yeah, with time, it will get better. Yeah. Oh, but I will say as a word of advice, like I think kind of same concept as we were just talking about, like be interested in them and ask them questions and like Mm -hmm. try to get to know them and maybe don't wait. Because what I've realized too is like some people don't have, it depends on your personality and it depends on their personality. So there's a lot at at play here, but I think sometimes people expect like, well, if I'm coming into their family, like they need to be the ones to make the effort because I'm coming into their family. But I think not everyone has that personality. Like no, there's certain people that they are more reserved. And like, I've realized I'm in some scenarios, like I am actually more of a outgoing people person than, you know, some other people. So I should be the one to, yeah. that's how I feel. Take it's like, initiative. I should take the initiative and be like, hey, like talking to them about what they enjoy yeah. and stuff. So it depends on, again, personalities, but I think making an effort is always just super nice to do mm-hmm. to your new family and not expecting like them to always be the ones to 100% put in the effort. Yeah. Okay. This is my last one. Hello. First, I love listening to the pod at the gym and it makes me laugh to the point where I look like a psycho having a laugh attack by myself on the Stairmaster. Anyways, I'm 23 and engaged. My fiance and I are getting married July of 2023 and currently want to start house hunting in order in order to have a house secured by the time my lease is up. The plan is that he would move into the house before my lease, uh, oh, sorry, before me until my apartment lease is up. My parents are against living together before marriage, but with my apartment lease expiring eventually, I feel like a good next step is moving in together because it would save us money as well as would help with him as well. It's like as as well as help us have sex more often. (laughs) So let's not remain abstinent. Um, (laughs) as well as would help to have him there to help me with some health issues I deal with daily. How do I tell my parents that I'm going to move in with him without them disowning me? Mm. <sighs> send <Just> a text. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, write it in your notes and send a voice memo. You just got to break it to them, unfortunately, because they're going to find out no matter what. Yeah. I think honesty is always the best policy, as we always say, and sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. I just, here's the thing. Dynamics of different families are really different. And so it's really hard because I feel like with my parents and Leif's parents, which are the only, you know, parents parents I have a lot of experience with, they are respectful, like enough of us where I feel like they would just get over it. Like if I was to be like, I'm moving in, even might be a shock at first, but then it would take, they'd just be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. I feel like anything I tell them, it would, even if they're like, "Eh," like, we don't really agree or we don't like that or something. At the same time, they are just like, at least to our face, they're not saying anything. They're like, all right, whatever, you know? So maybe I'm just lucky in that regard. Like some, 
some actually I know I am because I have, you know, people that I've spoken to whose in-laws are seriously yeah. nuts where mm-hmm. it's like they they do not give them any respect as adults. So you have to know who you're dealing with. But at the same time, I just think honesty is always, always, always better than lying about something. So yeah. I would just be like, this has nothing, you know, if they make it, because what I feel like parents do a lot is they make it about themselves. Like mm-hmm. they, they think that it's a reflection of their parenting or something. So yeah. they get super upset. Like, why would you do that? Like, cause they, they're so, um, stupid. No, what's the <laughs> word? Like they're so triggered by like you making a choice they don't agree with because they think that it's, it's a reflection. Of it's them, a reflection yeah. of them and they're embarrassed by it. And so they're like, then shamed and embarrassed of themselves. So then they act out Mm -hmm. when really it has nothing. It doesn't really have anything to do with them. No, exactly. So I think that's, again, yeah, we don't know your parents, but Nick gives me really good advice. He's been saying this to me for a long time and sometimes I forget about it, but he always says, give people the opportunity to succeed or fail before you make an assumption of what they're going to do. Like just give people the benefit of the doubt. So if you're, I do this all the time, like I'll overthink how something's going to happen. And then I'm like, oh, just say kiss me else, whatever. And he's like, give them the opportunity to succeed or fail. Yeah. To give you a reaction that you weren't maybe expecting. Exactly. So you tell your parents and at that point, maybe they'll say, okay, "Okay, yeah, big, big whoop. You know, we don't even care. Or maybe they will literally disown you, but you'll never know. Just you got to give them the opportunity to give them the benefit of the doubt. I also think, to be honest, it's like kind of better to set the precedence now that you're going to do whatever you want rather mm-hmm. than like... They'll get used to it. Yes, they will get used to it. It's like rather than just be like, okay, I won't do that because you said that when you're an adult. It's like, it's kind of better to just rip the bandaid off and be like, I'm going to do this. And yes. like, it has nothing to do with you. I still respect Condition you your parents. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, manipulate them, gaslight them. <laughs> but seriously, it's like, let's start it now rather than you just are their puppet for like the next mm-hmm. 10 years and then you're so sick of it that you freak out and they're like, wait, what? That's why a lot in a lot of families, the golden child is the one that has the hardest, will start lying to their parents more because their parents are so used to them following and obeying everything that they say. And then there's the kid that they're like, wait, why doesn't he get in trouble? It's like, because he's, he's conditioned a- his parents that he's never going to like do what they say. Because he's the wild card and he'll exactly. never, yeah. He's never going to listen to them anyway. So they get kind of give up there. Yes. I think that's a very- Make your parents give up on you. I feel like that's actually a very common dynamic Mm -hmm. in a lot of families and stuff. But I say rip the bandaid off while you're young. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry, hurry. Get it started Um, now. Thank you guys so much for listening to our bonus advice episode. If you guys want to write in, you know what we should do, Chelsea? We should put our little Google forms for advice in a highlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we we should should also maybe put it in our show notes. So that people that are oh, listening can just click on it and then they can put so it in. they don't have advice. to go through the Instagram. Yes. Well, because I only say that because sometimes we only have it up on a story for 24 hours. True, and then true, true. people will be like, wait, where is it? Like, We should definitely do that on the advice ones. Yes. Like have when we post the advice one, have the advice thing in the show notes. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Yeah. So we're going to try and do that. Um, but yeah, you guys can fill out the little form. It'll always stay anonymous. We never say names or anything. So... We won't out you to anyone. So just yeah, let us know if you need advice on anything, whether it's family, career, health, anything, and we'll give you our best advice. Um, we'd really, really appreciate it if you guys gave us a little rating and review on either the podcast app or Spotify. On Spotify, it's super easy. You literally just click, like there's five stars available and you just 
click. You actually can't click any of the other ones. You yeah. Have, you have to click five. Not possible to give us one out of five stars. So we love that. Um, or leave us a little review on the podcast app. We really, really appreciate it. It helps more than you know. Um, follow our Instagram at what we said podcast. If you're looking for, if you want some cute, fun summer inspo, we love you guys so much. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Goodbye.